0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to PopCulture.com's group chat, where we talk about all the reality TV news that we care about, and you really should know. I'm Anna Rumor.
1: I'm Jose Bastidas. And I'm Jameson Brown.
0: Okay, so this is our do-over show. We did an (laughs) early show for you guys last week because we wanted to be proactive about Thanksgiving. And my God, it was about relevant for about two hours. And then new information came out, and we were so wrong. So we're going to do a redo of our America's Got Talent portion, uh, talking about Gabrielle Union and Julian Huff getting fired from that show and all the drama that sparked up around that, which we did not know about last time. So give us a break. We are going to do a little bit of a Real Housewives of Atlanta wrap up because there's a lot going on with those ladies always. We're going to move on to keeping up with the Kardashians because we just can't keep up and it's the holidays and they've been doing stuff. And then we are going to end with a little Macy's Day Parade. It was wild. We had lots of moments that we needed to talk about with, and this is a safe space for that. So let's mm-hmm. go right back into America's Got Talent. My God, it feels just like last week, guys. Oh, my God.
1: I know. We we can never take breaks for holidays anymore. Like, that's not happening.
0: <laughs> no, we really can't. We have to be on this 24-7. So last time we broke the news that... Gabrielle Union and Julian Huff were leaving America's Got Talent after just one season as judges, and I think the general consensus was, we're not sure what happened. Maybe it was just a contract thing, and they're both kind of busy, so I bet it's something like that. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) So Variety broke the news like two hours after we put out our podcast, of course, that Gabrielle Union had spoken out against some racially insensitive things that had gone on on set at a quote-unquote toxic workplace. One was including Jay Leno, who made like a really gross racist joke that was edited out of an episode. Gabrielle encouraged the, the staffers who heard that to go and talk about it. And NBC has since denied that that was the reason behind her firing, said that they're committed to ensuring a respectful workplace for all employees. But Gabrielle has had a bunch of people on her side saying that she stood up for what was right. And this is an example of kind of a toxic workplace just forcing someone who's making waves and and stirring things up out. So she's had Dwayne Wade, obviously her husband, standing up for her. She's had the Time's Up CEO, Tamron Hall, A lot of stuff has been happening. Julianne Hough has said that that wasn't her experience. The only reason that she left was because her contract was not renewed. But she's also doing a bunch of NBC stuff coming up. So I can imagine she wouldn't really want to speak super critically of that. And then the most recent thing that just happened yesterday was Gabrielle met with the NBC execs for five hours and said that she was excited to continue to speak her truth. So... Boom. That's what happened since we last talked about it and said, oh, I don't know. (laughs) Nothing's probably happening. We're wrong.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I like I said, we can't take any more holidays off just for that reason. (laughs) But I I just want to say, like, go Gabrielle, because Mm -hmm. throughout all of this, like she has kept, you know, she is speaking her truth. And she's also just, you know, being being a boss, which is. How she was the entire season again? Like I said last week, she was the one who picked, who gave the golden buzzer to the winner. So, like you know, she was she was amazing during the season. She was amazing behind the scenes, pointing out all of these things that are coming out in the reports. Team Gabrielle, all the way.
0: Oh yeah, you have yeah. to be Team Gabrielle. I mean, these the things that are in this report are very very concerning. Oh my god, uh, the yeah. Jay Leno, Leno joke was horrible and gross. Was Simon that dur- did he apparently? make that
2: during like the actual like show or was it behind the scenes like when?
0: Um, I think
1: I think the report said that it was while they were filming something and it mm-hmm. was something that was going to be in the episode, but then they were Gabrielle like, was like, this. Um, "People it. are offended, like people that work here are offended. I'm offended. We can't do this." And then they eventually decided to cut the gotcha. joke from the episode. But yeah. yeah, can you imagine if that had like? aired?
0: (laughs) There's no way that would have aired. It was so blatantly racist and horrible. Like, I don't know how Jalen was really getting off with kind of scot-free in this. People really aren't concentrating on that part, but that was a really gross joke. Yeah, he kind of bypassed
2: uh, when he spoke out about it.
1: Oh, and like he
2: didn't really mention anything about.
1: it And the things that he said when he did speak out, he was just like, "Oh yeah, Gabrielle, she's such a good girl. Yeah, she's that like this." It was gross. This grown woman is not a girl. She's a great girl. He did say that. Say that. That's disgusting. Ugh. Yeah,
0: she's yeah. a woman. She's not a girl, so don't call her that. But th- this is an interview with TMZ who stopped him and asked what was going on. But he said that she was a great girl, and that really struck me as disgusting and misogynistic. So yeah. good for you, Jay. We don't like you anymore. Yeah, um, but like, my- uh,
1: yeah no, from the, from the reports, it just seems like a lot of the eyes are obviously on the creator of the fr- of the Got Talent franchise and fellow judge Simon Cowell. And they are one of the reports that really struck me was that Gabrielle had complained that Simon wouldn't stop smoking inside because <laughs> I guess no one can tell him what he can and can't do. And that apparently like NBC executives have tried to tell him not to smoke. The fire mar- marshal has tried to tell him not to smoke inside because it's dangerous. It's against the law to smoke inside while at work and still, for some reason, they can't tell him not to do it? It's-
0: Counterpoint? That's hilarious. And I, that's the one thing that I really appreciate about him. He will oh not stop God. smoking inside despite I, the fact that that's not a thing. I could not.
1: Would
2: like, you want to be the person to have to go up and tap his shoulder and be like, excuse me, Simon. Dude, I can mean, you like,
1: there are out? people that are m- more important in the NBC spectrum than Simon Cowell like you're telling me that really no one could be like be a respectable first person in at work like no one could tell him that
0: here's the thing does anyone care to tell him that no because smoking inside is really funny
1: (laughs) that is disgusting well well Gabrielle apparently has like a nicotine uh, allergy or something, so that's why she complained about it. And you know, also it's don't horrible kill people, for y'all. you. <laughs> don't kill <laughs> <'Cause> people, y'all.
0: <laughs> I just think it's funny because I'm sorry. This is such a small point of this very important story, but it is the only funny part. So I'm really zeroing in on oh, it. There are so many options to smoke inside. One is smoking outside. You can vape. You can do that inside. That's real big. And he just is like, nope, gonna smoke a cigarette inside. That's so British, and I love it. Good for him. That is so Keep Keep British. smoking inside, Simon.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, Except but,
0: please stop.
1: Well, my point in what became this uh, Simon Cowell is funny... <laughs> situation.
0: He's uh, not a good person, but that's a funny thing.
1: Yeah. Uh but yeah, the point is that the like one of the things that came out after this five-hour meeting that Gabrielle had with NBC was that apparently the investigation is zeroing in on Simon and his behavior. And then there were also like sources telling entertainment tonight that his friends hope that this is like a wake-up call for him to start being nice or whatever. And I was just I just
0: like so people are just aren't telling him things. Is he really that scary? Like I just I don't. Oh, like, I think people are telling him these things. I just don't think he cares. Yeah, I think that's he just the...
2: doesn't do them. Oh,
0: yeah. That's <laughs> the whole point about being famous and powerful is people can tell you stuff, but once you reach reach a certain point, unfortunately, you really don't have to do anything, and that's how we get all this toxic times up stuff. Is because. When you're Simon Cowell and someone says, stop smoking cigarettes inside, you're killing everyone. Uh, You can say no and (laughs) just not. (laughs) Mm.
1: Yeah. And I just like like but I have found it interesting that through all of this, like Gabrielle was the first person to speak up to speak out kind of in all with all of this and now like former judges on the show like Sharon Osbourne is talking about it Howard Stern is talking about it so many other people are like that aren't connected to the show are also speaking out in support of Gabrielle. You have Deborah Messing, who is on Will and Grace, also an NBC show, pretty much like trashing the all of the executives and all that stuff. You have My Bay from Grey's Anatomy, Ellen Pompeo, also <laughs> lending her support. I don't know is this gonna is this gonna bring down America's Got Talent? I don't know, but like, would anyone be sad about it? I don't know. Is anyone going to want to be a judge? I feel like it's just going to be Simon and Howie just like, (laughs) it's like dwindled down, boring (laughs) and gross.
0: (laughs) I do want to point out, though, one thing that often gets overlooked, and it's so true, is that so many times in these kind of cultural movements, this is a small microcosm of that, but women of color are generally on the front lines of this kind of thing. You look at Me Too, you look at voting demographics, women of color are badasses, and they're generally the ones who stand up for this kind of thing. So good for Gabrielle. The other judges who kind of are coming out now and saying, "Oh yeah, I saw that happen. I didn't have I didn't say anything. Maybe you should have said something because you're also famous people and famous people are the ones who have a platform to say this." So good right. for Gabrielle. I can't wait to see what happens to America's Got Talent.
1: Yeah. yeah Actually, curious. no. I don't. I want to know. I, I want to know. know who's going to be the next judge.
0: <laughs> It'll just be a, like a doll of Simon Cowell. Like, oh my god! The oh my it god! It's yes. oh, horrible. I didn't like it. Like a smoking puppet or something. Twice. Oh my
1: god! Yeah. He <laughs> <smokes too>. <laughs> <laughs> smoking inside. Oh god. That's
0: wow. You can just like glue a vape to it, and that—that's it. That's the third judge. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. So. Bad.
0: Okay. This is getting derailed. Let's move on to the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Jose, yes. you're. This is your first season of Atlanta Housewives that you're watching, and you are, like, aghast when you speak to me about what's going on. I know. It's so good. Please tell me a little bit about your perspective as a
1: newbie. Yeah, like, I just, I, (laughs) so, as you know, I am slowly going through the Housewives, and for some reason, I started with one of the most boring ones, Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. No shade, but also shade. (laughs) Yeah. And I just am, I'm wowed because... On, in Atlanta, something does actually happen in every episode, and it's usually always really good. Even when it's kind of boring, it's still really funny.
0: It's because these women are funny. The other yeah. women are, we have, I've said this before and time and time again, these <laughs> are the only women who are funny because they're funny people. A lot of the other housewives are funny because they don't know but they're funny and they're kind of out of touch and just right. weird, bizarre people. <laughs> these women have jokes and they're hilarious, so I love them so much.
1: Oh my god but yeah no like the this this week's episode was Particularly amazing, just because it was it continued on that the kind of like feud that has been brewing, or I don't know if it's something that's been there for a while because I haven't watched. No, the past it's seasons. it's new. But uh, Kenya and Eva, kind of like that animosity, started when she had her bar- Kenya's had her Barbie party, and Eva for some reason didn't bring her kids because she was like, I don't trust because my she kids had bad energy. Around, yeah, because I don't trust my kids around Kenya because she has bad energy, and then she gave her. This doll and Kenya chose to just be like really petty, giving us lessons on pettiness, which I love. <laughs> and she went to Cynthia's party and gave the doll to Portia. At the party where Eva was also
0: there, <laughs> just so like, had just had a party. baby for context. Yeah. So the doll was for babies. Yeah, it was
1: for the baby. Yeah. It was it was amazing. Obviously, it led to this huge fight, and Kenya was just like, I mean, whatever. I'm just like giving this present. Or was like, no, no, that's shady. That's so shady. I was just like, Oh, it was so good. I just like loved it. That's the reality <laughs> I, that wanted- I enjoy. That's the reality <laughs> TV I, <laughs> I enjoy.
0: Well, I do want to point out that. Eva is right. Eva's also so shady. Love her. <laughs> but Kenya doing this is kind of proof that she has bad energy. So, you know, hmm. take what you can. And Eva left the party just being like, I told you. <laughs> like, yeah, do like her. She just like laughed.
1: And like, I think someone was like, this is bad for the baby. You have to go. <laughs> because, well, she is deeply pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. And I t- it was just such a beautiful moment. I loved it. It was it was beautiful. I just wanted to commend real, the Real Housewives of Atlanta for you know, making me happy. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well,
0: I think that, so my big argument this season is that Marlo has been a friend of for as long as I can remember. She needs a peach because she is out there doing the most. She's so messy. She's so thirsty. Love it. <laughs> but this season we've actually gotten to see kind of a softer side of Marlo because in the past, when people have been saying, give Marlo a peach, give Marlo a peach. I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't see that much of her because I don't have any empathy for her. She's just messy. I only know the side of her that stirs the pot and is mean to people. I don't really want her to have a peach. But this season, she's been taking care of her sister's kids because her sister, I believe, has been committed to some kind of institution. So she's been taking care of her sister's kids. And it's really softened her in a way that I like watching. And I think I like Marlo now. She's not just a drama creator she's a fully formed person and i think now would be a really good time to give her a peach next season because she's forming real relationships with these women she's getting to be closer with candy talking about motherhood and now she has a storyline of being a—I forget what they call her it's like a combination of the word auntie and mother and i'm gonna mess it up but <laughs> she's got this whole journey so i want marlo to get a peach that is my big petition for next season
1: Mm, I like that. I like that. And also, just a special shout out to Candy because in the middle of the Eva and Kenya fight, they just like cut to her face and she was making the funniest facial expression. <laughs> and I just like Candy. I love you. You know I just. She I has love the best reaction, Yeah. I. That was amazing. I just. It was a beautiful episode. Like, give it. Give it an award. I don't know which award. <laughs> just like an award
0: (laughs) when I first started watching the Real Housewives of Atlanta I and and found out who Candy was I was immediately like explosion brain moment because all of the reaction gifts that you see on Twitter so many of them are Candy yeah and I didn't know who she was and then when I started watching I'm like this woman has the best faces and she's always just in the background making some kind of amazing (laughs) cringy face so (laughs) Candy is also an icon and her daughter, Riley, so she moved into, she's doing an, an internship in New York, and they moved her into her apartment this episode, which was, I think, $5,500 a month. So nice. She has a more expensive apartment than I will ever have in my entire <laughs> oh my life. God. We will ah, never 16. live there. <laughs> no. And it's, <laughs> the funny thing is, it's a nice apartment, but it's not that nice, but that's because it's in New York. Um <laughs> But she's got. She drives a Porsche. She's in this nice apartment. She didn't know how an ice tray worked because she assumed all refrigerators came with an ice maker. I was laughing so hard. Oh and of course, God. Candy's husband Todd, who is not Riley's dad, was like, "Are you kidding me? This is how you raised her so far. <laughs> we need to get her up to date." On Did you like- say she
2: drives a Porsche?
0: yes she does wow
1: a car i'll never have you know <laughs> how the other half
0: lives <laughs> <Dang. laughs> oh my god but candy is the richest housewife out there so yes get that I, money. she can afford it Ugh, so any other thoughts on this week's episode guys before we move mm, on
1: no i think i i think i said everything i needed to say <laughs> i I, I feel like i've I have expressed myself enough on the subject. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs>
0: this is uh, just a PSA that people should tune into this season. It's not the best Real Housewives of Atlanta season, but a bad Real Housewives of Atlanta season is still a good Housewives season. So just mm-hmm. saying, tune mm-hmm. in. And while we ruminate on that logical puzzle, we're going to take a break for a word from our sponsors. And we will be right back with Keeping Up with the Kardashians and Macy's Day Parade. <laughs> All right, we are back, and we are keeping up with keeping up, even though we had the holiday break. The Kardashians never take a break from being extra.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a good way episode, to put that. This week's <laughs> episode—it
1: uh, was insane. Uh, I just—I cannot. This week's episode was obviously about Chloe's birthday and a, and a myriad of all of, of other things related to that. She went on a trip to Connecticut for a club appearance, and. She- she was with Malika and Khadija, and the, for some reason there was the, the storyline. They they trying to like try to bring back the Tristan Thompson scandal in a very weird way. I I thought because they were it's kind the of the only like,
0: thing that's happening.
1: Yeah, because they were just trying to like show. Him, okay, so like he he like kept sending her like surprise gifts and using Gross. the twins to like deliver the gifts. And he, like, was saying I love you on FaceTime. And she was like, thank you. And it was just, like, really mm. creepy. But then the episode ended with, like, oh, yeah, Tristan is trying really hard to co-parent and to be a friend and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, no, he's not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Quite uh-uh, the
1: at the end <laughs> of that episode. Yeah, I was like, no, that's not true. He's, like, trying to win you back in, like, the creepiest way possible. And your friends are letting him do that they're helping him do that
0: well yeah you don't give just your good buddy pal like a promised ring that ring that he gave her is massive and is clearly not something that you give it to someone you just want a friendly co-parent with that's what a candle's for everyone
1: yeah i it was it was too much i i don't know it was it was icky It was that's the best way to describe this week's episode is icky.
0: He comes across as very manipulative, you know, as someone who would cheat on their girlfriend who's super pregnant and then their girlfriend who just gave birth really strikes me as a skis ball. So I'll go out and say it. He's a skis ball. But regardless (laughs) of whether he's a skis ball or not, he is. (laughs) Chloe was standing up on Twitter for Malika and Khadija, who are BFFs forever That's what the F in forever stands for in BFF, I guess. Thank you. So, yeah, that's a little (laughs) vocab lesson. So she went to Twitter and she was defending because people were like, "Uh, excuse me, I thought you said you were Chloe's friends. Why are you facilitating this manipulation? Yeah. And Chloe went on Twitter with a bunch of tweets. I have them right here so I can read them for you. She she goes, (laughs) "Uh, uh, I keep seeing people criticizing my best friends. My best friends would never do anything to hurt me. I say that with full confidence. You guys don't know the entire story ever. You watch 44 minutes of an episode and really think you know it all. And then uh, she said that people shouldn't judge because they're behind a computer screen. But what I zeroed in on was the you watch 44 minutes of an episode and really think you know it all part because I'm wondering what extra happened that leads her to say that it's not fully their fault. Yeah, sounds like maybe a the, we're maybe the twins were context.
1: Like, maybe the twins were like, he's trash, but here's this present he gave you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, someone can send me a diamond ring to his garbage and then I'll just wear it and then talk about how they're garbage. That's yeah. fine. So if that was what their motivation was, sure, whatever, take the presents. But, yeah.
1: and maybe, and maybe <laughs> it, it was just the way well. that the episode was edited and just like the way that they tried to, like after he did all of that creepy stuff and all mm-hmm. that manipulative stuff, they then like brought in Scott Desick and they tried to like make the situation with him and Courtney similar to what happened with Chloe and Tristan. And the the two situations could not be more different. Right. But yeah, like that was kind of like what I took as weird. You know, they was just like, oh, mm-hmm. we want let's let's do an episode where we talk about Tristan again because nothing else has happened. But mm-hmm. then let's give it like a weird, happy ending.
0: Well, this just came to me right now. It's really strange for Chloe to complain about editing when. Her family has so much control over the production of that show and of the editing of that show. I can't imagine that she had a problem with it being edited the way it was before it aired. I'm assuming that afterwards when people started giving her feedback, she realized where there were some weird parts in the editing. Or maybe she's just doing the thing where a lot of reality stars do, where they said it was edited poorly despite the fact that it was edited just normally yeah like it's like
1: no one is gonna think the tristan's gifts are cute chloe so like Mm -mm. if you think that that was the response we were gonna get from this episode it wasn't it's creepy i can't No, No.
0: we're all horrified please (laughs) just co-parent with him and don't let him talk to you about anything other than your child also he's worming his way back in
1: oof I can't. And also yeah. another beat like another plot of this week's episode that was very traumatizing for me was <laughs> Chris Jenner and Kim like plotting to give Chloe a new puppy and then ending ending up giving her three puppies and then Chloe giving them back. Oh.
0: Like that family has so <gasps> many dogs that we never hear about ever again.
2: Seriously. Wait, I was like how many do they have?
0: Countless. This plot yeah. has been done so many times. I can think of three other dogs from just last season. Oh and I, d- I, d- I don't know what happened oh to my them. Gosh. I don't see them very much. Yeah. And, and like, then Kendall has I a bunch. Say, I thought you were about to
2: say total. Like, from uh, no, series, no. And then you just popped <laughs> oh out. Oh, God, yeah. Man. From just last season. Okay, got it. Yep.
1: And I just. No, like, Courtney. Like, I'm, sure and... that they, I'm sure that they probably just like rented the dogs for an hour just to <laughs> film the scene. But it was still like pretty traumatic. Like. You know, like the, the there's the cute little puppies, and then the, you go and give them back, and that's like so sad. And I don't know, I I'm not okay. There should be a disclaimer like animals were harmed during the making of this episode. Oh, dang.
0: <laughs> Honestly, psychological I've harm is
1: a thing, you guys. So whatever. we all
0: remember True's hamster from last <gasps> season. Yes, uh, yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
0: These people do not treat animals like they are living creatures, and I've said this before, maybe on this podcast. That I find the way that the Kardashians treat animals very disturbing. There's no outright abuse that I've seen, but they certainly don't treat them like they matter.
1: Oh my gosh. And like, you know, at least, well, maybe maybe just uh, like on the 44 minutes that we see on the episode, but you know, we'll mm. see, I don't know. Jose's mm. doing air quotes. Mm. Yeah, I right did now. air quotes, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe. I would like to think that their animals are being well cared for by them or by other people. I'm just skeptical because. They probably
1: have a do- like an animal person in their staff, you know, and they're the ones that do everything. am oh, sure. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, I don't know, I have a lot of qualms about that, but we won't go into that. (laughs) Some of the conditions, (laughs) these dogs are in little pens, and I'm like, why don't you let the dog be in your house if you're going to get a dog? Whatever, okay, let's move on. (laughs) Let's talk about the Macy's Day Parade before I get all worked up. I did not watch it live because I was on a plane, and I wouldn't anyways. But
1: oh, so <laughs> no joy, no joy.
0: I mean, do you, do you guys a, watch the like parade?
1: Anna's gonna get a visit from the ghosts of Christmas this year, guys. I feel it. You know, this That's is her Thanksgiving.
0: Time. That's I mean, Thanksgiving. That's Thanksgiving. I We're love Thanksgiving. I love Christmas. <laughs> <It's>
1: Christmas. <laughs> I love
0: Christmas. Thanksgiving is nothing to me because I, uh... dang,
2: <laughs> wow. I mean, should we pack up know, the episode? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm
0: sorry. So, the parade. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no thanks oh from gosh. Anna. I had Chinese food on Thanksgiving, so <laughs> if
1: anyone I'm sure anyways, it was sweet anyways.
0: <laughs> it was delicious. I just yeah, anyways.
1: Oh my gosh. So I didn't well, watch
0: it. I did see some Twitter moments including the elf on the shelf float that was in a compromising position.
1: Oh to
2: my say god. The least. Oh. Um,
0: some other bizarre things happened, like Al Roker in the butter. Can you can someone explain to me what this has happened? Because I've seen short <laughs> clips of it on Twitter and I don't understand.
2: Yeah. It, I mean, the, there's like a guy dressed up as a butterman, man and uh, <laughs> he got a little too a little too intense on live television with Al. And uh, per per usual. And I love Al Roker for this. He just straight, you know, took control of the situation and shoved him out of the way and was like, <laughs> get out of the, Get off TV right now.
1: Oh my gosh! You gotta, you gotta love Al Roker. He always does like the him. most, the like the weirdest things on live TV, and he always takes it like a champ. I, I love it. <laughs> I love him. He's so cool, so cool. <laughs> Al
0: Roker, real cool. Just like, he's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Jose has pictures of Al Roker hung up in his room. Oh my oh gosh, my that would be absolutely
2: hilarious. Is that a visual. Not as
0: soon that as rumor. you
2: said
1: that, that is not. Wow. Let's not start that <laughs> rumor.
0: We were all going to gloss over that until you whispered <laughs> to yourself, well, yeah. I, "I don't know why I said it." I was, it was like weird.
1: <laughs> oh
2: god. Uh, um, Al Roker, um, number, number does one the hero. Kiss on the way out the, <laughs> the door each day.
1: Bye, Al. And Al, Love we you. trust. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What. Ever. Like, <laughs> aside from the Butter Man uh, situation, <laughs> Al also had another viral moment because everyone was just making fun of him because he was wearing a helmet. Oh, during the during the broadcast, well, which people, is also something really funny, like they like people just make fun of Al Roker just for standing there and being Al Roker. Yeah, he
2: really could just be standing there completely, <laughs> not even saying a
1: word, and people would find something to people put are just fun roasting for. him for. I like I love that. I love that. So yeah. okay,
0: th- this is one thing that I did find out though when I was writing a story about the Macy's Day Parade in 1997, and this explains the helmet. Maybe I didn't catch that part, but this is like. You know, in 1997, when all the um, balloons were getting whipped around by the wind and yep. mm-hmm. dying in front of our eyes, two women <laughs> got severe. Traumatic brain injuries during that because oh a gosh. light post fell on them after oh my it gosh. got hit with a balloon. So I'm just saying the helmet might be a good idea.
1: <laughs> Final destination. Well, there was a there was also uh,
2: a video of this year someone got
1: wrecked. Yes, like, I mean that, yes, it's very sad. It is. Yeah, <laughs> I hope that, that person's person okay. That, <laughs> oh my god. No, but no, like I'm just that, saying yeah, his there helmet. Was, that was another yeah. Let's shout out uh, Al Roker's helmet. But uh, I I also like another not thing that it. that's his next poster. Another <laughs> thing. Al Roker in the helmet. Stop with the bullying, guys! Jesus Christ, Al Roker's cool. Now you now you know how
0: Al Roker feels.
1: Al Roker's number one fan. I'm gonna change my Twitter uh, bio. Um, uh, no, but one of the things that like allowed for some other weirdness to happen in this week's par- in this year's parade was another wind situation. You know, they had like they had to decide last minute if they were even going to let the balloons fly this year because of the weather. And so, like their compromise, I guess, was to make them fly really low. So they were just kind of like <laughs> floating over the people. And then there was another video. And like, I'm I, I'm gonna like criticize NBC because all of these things happened and they didn't show any of it. We just found out about it through, through Twitter. But, you know, I digress. There was a video on Twitter where one of the, the balloons kind of, like, lost control and it started, like, <laughs> tackling people and I mean, awful. Like, I'm sorry if anyone's hurt, but that was really funny <laughs> internet content, you guys. I... <laughs> <laughs> Give me okay. a helmet if I ever go to the Macy's Day Parade.
0: <laughs> the, oh see, gosh. that's the helmet. So, guys, I think the takeaway from that is always wear a helmet when you're around balloons. Regardless or of wrote. people. Will, or quick. <laughs> because he might shove you. <laughs>
2: yes, for real. Oh he might throw you off the TV. Like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Do
0: not get up in his face. <laughs> okay. I think we're done with the Macy's Day Parade because... We have to be. We just have oh. to be. <laughs> let's
1: move Anna on. has Anna has decided.
0: <laughs> I've decided. Done the I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> it happened. We're over it. <laughs> okay. Oh let's move on to our pop culture picks of the week. So all of the stuff that excited us do either of you guys have something that you're burning to talk about because um, I can go first if you need oh, time to think.
1: I mean I can go f- I can go first if you want to Okay,
0: go for this it. out
1: yeah um, well my pop culture break of the week is b- b- kind of festive you know as mm. uh, TV season is slowing down for the holidays, there's a lot of like cool quote unquote bad christmas original content that i've been enjoying a lot like you know like netflix hallmark freeform is doing movies now like and they're all amazingly bad and i love them so like you got holiday holiday in the wild it's kristen davis and rob lowe meeting and falling in love in africa while they take care of cgi elephants
0: that one's insane. You better
1: watch that. You better watch that.
0: It's very amazing. good.
1: <laughs> um, so good. Uh, what uh, another one? Oh, let it snow. It's a teen drama set on Christmas Eve or is it Christmas mm. Day? It's one of the Christmases, and Who it's cares? also amazing. <laughs> I loved it. It was so good. It gave me all the teen feels. Um, oh, but did I cry? You, I a young teen. I won't admit it. I will only tell Al Roker.
2: <laughs> I guess, I, I, I
0: <laughs> Jose was, whispering into his Al uh, Roker picture. I, I
2: was just about to say I have a middle picture of Jose like watching these movies in his house and oh, then like, look, but the... while also looking at the wall with all of these Al Roker posters,
1: <laughs> holding on to my picture of Al Roker like Al, let's go through this together. <laughs> oh. Big mom, stop bugging me I'm with Al. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, you know, guys, enjoy the quote-unquote bad holiday (laughs) offerings they're always so good they're amazing and just (laughs) embrace it embrace the holidays embrace the joy
0: fabulous Jameson what is your pop culture pick
2: so mine is through the Thanksgiving Day Parade I found out that there is now a Beetlejuice Broadway show Um, and I know there's a Broadway show for everything these days but the fact Uh that there's a Beetlejuice one I have to go see that now so I thought that was pretty amazing
0: Yes. That's pretty amazing, and you only you can't say it one more time. So you have to be very careful, or something oh is going god. to happen. Oh to
2: my you. gosh, I didn't realize. Oh my god, that's
1: scary. Just oh. saying, just
0: saying. <laughs> we, like we, so if support I said Beetlejuice one more time, we'd be
2: oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, send that po- that energy to Anna. Maybe something will happen to her instead of us. <laughs> oh, wow,
0: okay. That's for the Podcast Thanksgiving day. Yep. Yeah, that's for the Thanksgiving day. <laughs> Didn't know people were so passionate about Thanksgiving. My goodness. Okay. Well, um, my pop culture pick is the new James Bond trailer just came Ooh. out. It's called No Time to Die, I believe, or No Time for Dying. I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny because it was same, like, we're all ugh, busy, same, right. <laughs> Me looking at my Google calendar. No time to die. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. but, But the trailer looks amazing. I'm a huge James Bond fan. I love Daniel Craig. He's my favorite James Bond. And this new one looks bad ass. It looks gritty. It looks fun. He's coming back from, you know, retirement where everyone thought he was dead. And then, of course, there's a woman involved. And they're all kind of the same movie. But I like that movie. So I watch all of them. Yeah. So. Very excited for that. The trailer looked great. Nice. And, um, you know, I'm ready to watch Daniel Craig shoot some stuff. Yeah. Oh, get it when can because so it's his
2: last one. I know. Sad.
1: Oh. oh, my gosh. So sad. They better pick
0: someone who I like more than Daniel Craig.
1: Yeah. Next. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see who is going to sing the song, you know, the intro song, mm-hmm. because yep. there's always mm-hmm. someone amazing. Yep. And I have expectations. So, you know, <laughs> Hopefully well, it's breaking
0: news. Good. It's me. Um. Um, no, dude. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my
1: face just
2: dropped. <laughs> my so face dropped. Oh, like, oh, okay. Oh. okay. <laughs> well,
1: expectations not met. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 I've done karaoke
0: with you. I am not a friend.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what? That's I'm very kidding, fair. <laughs> the casting process was unadvisable. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so let's move on to our fan shout-out of the week. Just a reminder, if you give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, if you give us a five-star review there, we will read it on the air eventually and you'll feel so special because we've (laughs) acknowledged you. Um, So this week goes out to a very special fan of the podcast, uh, Libby. She texts me about our episodes every week, so we know but she's an A1 fan. And uh, she wrote, "Actually, lolling at the funny takes on all the reality TV goings on." Perfect mm-hmm. pod if you like to keep up with entertainment news. So, thank you, Libby. I look forward to your text about this part of the podcast. Yeah. And
1: hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, at some point, we'll graduate to ruffling her. With oh, her maybe raffling. you know, because that would be it's... that'd be cool. <laughs> oh,
0: actually, my <laughs> Running on the floor laughing? Come
2: on. Oh, you act. Okay. (laughs) Age exposed. Age Age exposed. Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, that. That's too much. It's um, <laughs> a great don't ending. <laughs> to, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great ending. Don't forget, follow popculture.com. We've got all your up-to-date news on this and so, 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 so much more. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Anna Rumor.
1: I'm at J.A. Bastidas. And I'm at Jameson G. Brown.
0: And then go to your Apple podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever. Drop us a rating. Drop us a review. Subscribe so you don't miss our beautiful words coming into your ears (laughs) Mm. and uh and we'll see you next week